Hello everyone, welcome, welcome back to Overt Archives. If you guys don't know who I am, my name is Jasmine and I'm getting really cuddly, and I'm getting really cuddly cozy today on this fine Sunday. Um, I'm recording a podcast today because I have my makeup on and whenever I have my makeup on, it's an opportunity to talk about shit. So, so we're doing that. Um, there's a man staring at me. It's kind of weird, but we're just going to go with it. Um, yeah. So cue the intro and then let's get on to this week's podcast episode because it's actually going to be pretty good. I'm really excited about it. So yeah. Hi guys, I hope you guys had a great weekend, a great Monday. Nobody likes Mondays, so that's why I post on Tuesdays because Mondays are just not fun. Like everybody's Monday is not fun. Even if you work and your weekend starts on a Monday, that whatever day you have to go back to work, that day, that initial first day, it's never fun. So happy Tuesday. I'm so glad that you guys are here listening up because I I would be too. If you're commuting, if you're at work and you just need a little breather, or if you're working from home, hi, I'm your girl and I can't wait to chat with you today. If you guys want to have more chats with me, be sure to go to all of our Instagram pages. Um, you can follow me personally at I'm Jasmine Bell or you can go to over at Archives. We also have a TikTok. You can go to over at Archives there or you can go to our website, which is just over at Archives.com. So very easy. <laughs> today, we're going to be talking about a couple different things. I wrote notes. So what are we talking about today? Oh, we're going to be talking about a summertime sadness. So like a lonely summer. <laughs> the not doing enough feeling, which I feel like everybody, especially in their 20s, has felt like, okay, we're going to get into it, but that feeling. And then the, I think we already talked about the art of comparison, but I think we're going to talk again about the art of comparison. So I think I want to start off with a summertime sadness because I think it then goes into the other two. So let's let's get into it let's just like deep dive into that so if you guys don't know the Lana Del Rey song Sometimes Sadness it's an iconic song it's great but it's like real um having like that lonely summertime feeling where you know you're seeing your friends have these amazing trips going on these places seeing all these influencers or people that you follow living these like very lavish summers going all around the world traveling and you know you're you're sitting in your studio apartment thinking what the fuck did I do wrong and trying to figure out how did I get to this point and what can I do to be in their shoes by next year or by even like fall winter time you're not alone because I'm literally talking about myself in this instance like I when I was younger let's take it back when I was younger I I was a lonely kid I was bullied um I have like vague remembrances of me eating my lunch in my um my fashion design classroom like in the dark I'd cry there would be times where I'd eat my lunch in the bathroom because I just didn't have friends 
and it it kind of dwelled into the summer where you know I was a certain age in high school and I had to you know spend the summer by myself because my mom had to go to work and my dad was working as well so I kind of had to to create my own time and you know all of my friends were at like summer camp or they would hang out with their grandparents in their summer house or whatever. And so it, it made it really hard and I was super lonely and I feel like it kind of pulled itself into my adulthood, which is kind of crazy. Like when I think about it like that, because I do see the patterns. So I'll give you an example. Like, um, last summer I was going through a breakup. So I had one person that was my my ride or die. We did a bunch of amazing fun things over the summer. Um, but I did drink a lot of alcohol and since then I've been sober, but I, it's just, it's totally different in adulthood because everybody is so busy. And I feel like sometimes when we think somebody's too busy to hang out with us, it means that they don't want to be our friend anymore. When really that's not the case. It's like, we're actually just all so busy trying to elevate ourselves and just like some somebody snapped their fingers and was like life just got so fucking real and now we have like homes and mortgages and cars and families and loans and debt and degrees and all this stuff and I feel like we kind of get lost in that and we get lost that like we're supposed to be living life and having fun and not taking shit too seriously and I feel like I mean, for me, I've taken life way too seriously that it's become not fun anymore. It's become so tedious and I don't know. It's just it hasn't become fun. And I I always I I hope that I'm not the only person that feels like this. And it's like I've come to a point where I've isolated myself. And it's not just because, you know. I feel like nobody wants to hang out with me, but it's also internal insecurities that I've had. You know, I, I've come out of my shell and I tried to heal myself and it, it went well, but I do have my months and my moments of being down and, you know, I, I should be surrounding myself with people who continuously bring me up. Even when I'm I'm at my lowest and I continue to be at my lowest, I need to be surrounding myself with people who are constantly pushing me to be my best self, pushing me because I always want the best for everybody and I need friends who always want the best for me. And I do have a couple of those, but I do also have some that want that for me, but they don't want me to get to the level that they're at. So they always kind of, you know, dig a little bit. They're like, we want you to be happy, but not that, but not too happy. I hope I'm making sense. So going back to summertime sadness, how do we get out of that? Because for me, I'm an ambivert where I could, I'm totally fine with being by myself, watching a movie, going to the movies alone. I did, I literally went and I saw what movie, I saw the new Haunted Mansion movie. So funny, cute. Um, Like I like doing things on my own because I've really trained myself to do so. But I also love meeting new people, going to new places, trying out new things. I really love that. And I love talking to people like uh, right after the movie, I was talking to somebody right outside of the movie because it was just very interesting. And somebody said something and I just kind of pulled myself in. So but I feel like my issue is, excuse me, with the friends that I do have, 
I even have some like extended friends. Like I know, like thinking on the top of my head, I have two main groups that I always go back to. It's one one group where there's like two people. And then there's another group which has a couple people. But outside of that, I do have a lot of friends, old coworkers that were my friends. I have friends from high school that I still talk to to this day. And it's like, I don't know what happened, but like, I guess maybe it's because I don't follow up and I don't catch up as often as I probably should. But I feel like I need to be reaching out to a new group. Like maybe that's going to be my challenge for let's reach out to somebody somebody that's outside of your primary friend group and hang out with them like let's figure out a way to connect with old friendships and grow those friendships into their friend groups and try and get new friends from that like maybe I don't know because I feel like I have such a fun bubbly silly energy and I kind of just latch on to anyone and I I feel like I kind of adapt to anybody's energy and sometimes the energy's bad, so I kind of, like, pull from that. And I, I noticed that with my, like, some of my other relationships that I have in life. Um, so I think that's kind of what I should do. I don't know. You guys let me know in the show, in the comments. If you're watching on YouTube, let me know in the comments. If you're watching um, through audio, put something in there and let me know. Because I... <sighs> it's kind of difficult really like I don't know if I'm being silly but like summertime sadness and like summer depression is real like I feel like this month I really felt like I I was alone even though I wasn't like I had my friends over every single weekend almost just this just this one weekend my friends are busy so we haven't hung out But other than that, we've been hanging out at my house, having literal parties where people are falling and dancing on my dining table, falling off my dining table, like literally raging, getting plastered, listening to amazing music. I started DJing. I DJ for everybody. Like it's a party here. So when when that happens, it's great. But when they leave, it's like that summertime sadness kicks in. And maybe it's because, yeah, I live alone and like I always love having parties, but it kind of takes away from reality of like hold on, wait, let's figure out why you're constantly feeling this weird, lonely depressiveness. And yes, it's because you're lonely, but I feel like there's something else because you say you're lonely and you, you have the summertime sadness, but then it's also like, okay, but you enjoy being alone. So what is it? Like be fucking for real. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud at this point, (laughs) I feel like, but maybe, maybe somebody else is kind of feeling this and can let me know if I am being completely weird or not. So love that for me. So kind of going alongside with that, I want to talk about the art of comparison and comparing ourselves to people who aren't us, you know? So like today I, I compare myself to women of other races and I'm trying to be completely transparent here I always 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 compare myself to women of other races different hair different uh, eye color different skin color and I always wonder why me and I know it's really sad and I know it just got really deep and dark but I feel like 
I, I talked a little bit about this in the, the last podcast where, where I talked about why black men don't date within the race. But I feel like there is a weird stigma or there's something out there that's just like, no, just no to this. And I don't understand why. And maybe it's because the people that I go for and something that kind of hit hurt a little bit uh one of my friends she was talking to me and um I was like oh she was talking to me about you know dating and stuff and she's like oh yeah you should date and I was like yeah and she's like yeah because the guys you go for they're just like it's not working like you just need to find a guy who's kind to you and treats you well I mean that's very easy to find anybody can find that but I want somebody who gets me excited and makes me happy and does those things like why can't I have everything and she was like you know you can have everything but just remember with the kind of people that you like which I like if you guys don't know I like middle eastern men they said with the kind of men that you like they you have standards but you have to know that they have standards and obviously I kind of knew what she was talking about like one being I'm a black woman which kind of hurt because it's like put another thing on top of all the issues that I already have like I I don't have a say in my race I never did and I never will because I was born into this world like this and I just have to own it and it, it really hurt when she said that and I don't think she realized that what she said was quite impactful and I do have to say something to her but um yeah what she said was quite impactful and it did hurt but it was very true like there are you know interracial couples but Middle Eastern with African American or African um I have not seen as much of and you know also me being a curvy woman she I think she was also implying that as well like you're on the curvier side you're not a twig so it's like why would they go for you and they could go for like a snow bunny and that also hurt because okay got really deep but that's okay we're getting a little bit more salty as well <laughs> but yes like I I don't know I guess I like the challenge which is like really bad that I like this challenge and you know sometimes I do think and I do compare myself to women who are already within the race and like it's easier for them because they were just born into it or like people who are extremely wealthy they continuously have extreme wealth because you know they date within what they know and I feel like that's kind of just like a never-ending cycle like you're dating okay sorry so yeah, I feel so yeah, I feel like it is a never ender ender I feel like it is a never ending cycle. And girl, I'm trying to break these cycles. I'm trying to break these damn habits, honey. Like for real. Um anyways, but yeah, I do I definitely do compare myself a lot to different people. Uh people who are really happy in relationships. A hundred percent I compare myself. Because, you know, I would like to be in a really happy, loving relationship with someone. And, but the thing is, I'm not going to force myself to be in anything that doesn't feel perfect. Or that doesn't, it doesn't even have to feel perfect. It just doesn't feel right. And if you know, you know. 
And I don't want to just throw myself into something just because all of my friends are in a relationship. And I, I talked about this last week and I kind of felt last week also that my friends were kind of it just felt like they were kind of pushing me to find someone just to find someone rather than finding someone for my complete joy and happiness. But yeah, I'm not in a rush. I definitely compare myself. I compare my body. The That's like the most because one of my insecurities is obviously my weight. I've gained weight since my last relationship for sure. And, you know, it's been a battle kind of like balancing and trying to lose weight but gain muscle and, you know, not have loose skin and I mean I'm not that overweight but like I have gained a couple lbs honey like your girl your girl was like I'm an emotional eater okay so <laughs> and like I didn't heal until a year later so you do the math but yeah it, I definitely compare my body more than anything my body um people's success seeing people my age making millions millions of dollars um buying their second third homes or second first homes whatever you know getting engaged getting married having their first child like I compare myself like no other it's uh, it's a lot it, and I feel like this weekend it really took a toll on me because I, I did have that kind of like what the fuck am I doing moment and kind of like my quarter of a life crisis I guess if you will of just reflecting and trying to figure out okay Jazzy what is going to be the best move for you not for anybody else's enjoyment but for you and you know that that's actually been a question that I've been asking myself for over a month now I go on my little slow walks in the morning where I just I think I don't do anything but think and the first question that I always ask myself on that walk is what do you want to do what do you want to do today what do you want to do in life what do you want to do? And, you know, I always ask, I always ask myself that question and then I break it down in my walk. So, uh, I'll give an example of like, okay, I want to start DJing. Okay. What's stopping you? I I don't have the equipment. Okay. Go buy it. Well, I don't have enough money. Okay. We'll make more, sell some clothes, do something about it. So it's like, uh, that's kind of what I do on my, on my walks. I just really break it down and I'm, I'm pretty hard on myself because there is no excuse in life. And I also hate that. Like, oh, there's no excuse. <laughs> like, shut up. Um, I definitely, definitely, what is the word? Hold on. I'm like spacing today. Compare myself. The art of comparison. It's insane. But, you know, a great way to kind of go about it, because I feel like no matter where we are in life, we always compare to something. I feel like we the best way to go about it is to use that comparison to your advantage and saying, I want to be that 26 year old, that 27 year old, that 30 year old, who's a multimillionaire, who's extremely confident in herself, who's extremely successful, has a top podcast, has this, has that, has a house, has a summer house, da, 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 da. list goes on. I want to use that person and see what they're doing, what they've done to get them there and use that to my advantage. Use that experience that you can literally see and watch. Granted, you're not going to see all the bad parts, but you can see all the good parts that, you know, people want to talk about their successes. So if you ask, most likely you're going to get an answer. So that's kind of where I'm not, I'm at now. 
Um, I've reached out to a couple of my favorite podcasters. Granted, maybe they'll answer, maybe they won't. But I've reached out to quite a few. And I've just asked them about what kind of got them over their first hurdles, what's been like some of their biggest successes. Um, Not really asking them to be on a podcast, but just to answer some questions for my knowledge and things to like kind of watch out for. Also, um, you know, living in Los Angeles, like what are the best places for me to go to meet new people? And I think that is also a huge thing about the art of comparison. It's like, you're not going to really compare yourself to other people if you're so focused on yourself. You don't have time to do that. So occupying your time, occupying your space in your mind. Well, that does wonders, girl. That does wonders. I don't want to get too serious because it's supposed to be funny. But I feel like sometimes we need to have a little double dabble in some seriousness because these are some things that like I feel like they're always in my head. They're always top of mind. I don't have a script. So it's like, if I want to talk about it, I'm going to fucking talk about it. Um, anyways, but that was the art of comparison. And, you know, let me know if you feel the same way. I feel like we all have our own version of comparing ourselves to people um, or comparing our lives to another person's life. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's a huge one. Now I kind of want to get into my favorite segment ever, which is over archives. Obviously, what are we over for the week? So every week, if you guys don't know, every single week, I talk about when I'm over. Big, little, whatever, what have you. Last week, what was it? Last week was like boundaries with friendships and flaky friends. Sorry, my eyes itchy. But I think this week, it's very small. I This week has been a very slow-paced week for me. So I think for me... Honestly, it's people sneezing without covering their mouth. I think that's so fucking gross. I on I'm sorry, I keep cursing. But like it's it's truly disgusting. It's very gross. It's very vulgar to me. Like like you're sneezing. You're getting your germy germs everywhere. Like I don't want to sm- like what? Cuz I heard somewhere that your germs they travel Sorry, I'm like slouching so crazily right now. But I hear that like your germs travel like very far if you sneeze. So if you're sneezing and you're not covering, you're not covering your mouth. Oh, that's I think that's like the grossest thing. The grossest thing that anybody could ever do. Hold on, I'm gonna pull this up. There we go. Yeah, I truly think that's the grossest thing that anybody could ever do coughing sneezing I I was on a dinner date with my dad um before he had to go back out to work and we went and got sushi and you know sushi people are like cutting fish with their bare hands and you know touching a lot of things so they have to keep pretty sanitized and one of the waitresses she like was sneezing in the back area and like we had gotten hot food in the back area and she was sneezing like 10 times and you can tell because it was one of those like wet ones where they're like like I think that's the nastiest type of sneeze I don't know you tell me like I think that type of sneeze is like like super super loud yeah my dad he was like are you fucking kidding me and I was like no we're not leaving we just got our first fucking meal like I can't go because I love sushi you can't get me out the streets honey like I need this sushi right now I'm gonna finish this and then we can leave after and he was like, I can't even eat my food, man. I've been in the house for like a week just because I can't be out 
for work if I'm sick. And I was like, okay, I totally understand. And then the lady walks out. And I guess the, the main chef, which his name is Zaddy, but uh, that's besides the point. Um, but the main chef was saying something to her. Um, I didn't really understand what he was saying, but he said something to her. And then she was at the door where there's like this mega fan and she starts going at it again. She's like, that's you, that's you. And my dad was like, come on, man. Like you're standing sneezing in front of this like mega swamp fan that like blows very ferociously. Obviously it's going to blow all over like everywhere. So it was not a good experience. Like girl, if you're sick, go home. If you're sick, go home. Like people, there was nobody, first of all, there was absolutely nobody in the restaurant um, because they had just opened at like five o'clock and there were like 10 waitresses and staff like go home if you're sick go home I'm sorry like it doesn't matter so that was one thing that I was really over this week let me know if you feel that you feel that too girl because I think that's kind of gross like yeah we were in a pandemic we were in a pandemic and even if it's not as big anymore people are still getting COVID and if you're sick like germs in general even before COVID germs in general were just disgusting to me and if you're just walking around sneezing everywhere and you're working in a restaurant man that is disgusting so that's what I've been over so let me know follow us be sure to share this video follow us put in a comment on our Instagram at over archives or you can chat in our little chat room at over archives.com let us know what you've been over this week because I need some good ones. Give me some goodies. Okay, so now we're going to talk about that not doing enough feeling. And this one, this one really kind of coincides with the whole, the art of comparison and a summertime sadness of like feeling lonely and feeling like you're not doing enough. And I feel like that's why I'm kind of in like my quarter of a life crisis because I have this feeling that I'm not doing enough. I have this feeling that, you know, through my comparison, everybody else is doing it so much better than I am and I'm not doing enough, you know, and the truth of it all is I'm doing just fine. I'm doing what I can to a point to I'm not going to go insane. You know, I, I write in my journal every day. I manifest. I work a corporate job where I work tons of hours after that. I'm working on podcasting editing videos for hours, editing vlogs, doing DJing for over an hour, two hours. I'm taking French lessons for 45, 50 minutes in Silver Lake, which is 45 minutes away. So that's a three hour total ride. I'm doing so much. And then alongside of that, I do all of my graphics. I do all of my content strategy and everything for the podcast and for all these different things. And I still think I'm not doing enough. And I think it's honestly because I compare myself so much to those different people who are being very successful on these platforms. And, you know, I don't know. I I, I don't know. It kind of sucks because it's like I need to really stop comparing myself because I feel like that is what is going to stop me from trying. Before, I was really good at using it to my advantage, but it's become so... No, but I feel like... It's become so, 
it's become so hard and I'm not crying. I'm not crying. It's become really hard just being a girl, being a black woman, being a woman, um, being a minority, living in LA. Like it's hard. Just doing anything is hard. Living in America, even getting a job is hard. You know, people are struggling to even get to their first interview, let alone get through the resume process, sending in thousands, hundreds and thousands of Okay, so if this is not any proof to get a new camera that withholds um, going for more than 15 minutes, let me know because I think I'm going to have to get a new camera or maybe have to use one of my phones to record because this is really difficult. I feel like I can't record anything on this camera it's like really just used for like quick little vlogging or something like that anyways I'm gonna close out this video before it dies on me I'm so grateful that you guys were able to watch this video if you have gone this far thank you guys so much for watching be sure to follow me on all of my platforms here I'm just I'm Desmond Bell over archives on TikTok on Instagram anywhere you can find us okay at least I got that and if you are still listening, I love you guys so much and I'll see you next Tuesday. Bisu bisu. Bye.